Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from the Mail Fuzz Network. I'm Peter, and I'm joined as always by Matt. Hey ho! And Connor. I am here for the second week in a row. What's going on? Yeah, that's what, it's been a while since you've been here two weeks in a row, so something strange is happening. Yeah. don't know, disturbance in the ginger speed force or something, I don't know. <laughs> Some such nonsense. Something strange is a foot at the Circle K. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we talk about comics here, and uh, sometimes we go on rambles about various other things, but typically DC Comics. And this week we are going to be talking about Batman issue 11, Superman issue 11, Trinity issue 3, Justice League issue 9, Nightwing issue 9, Green Arrow issue 11, Green Lanterns issue 11, Raven number 3, and uh, Connor will be having a brief Connor's Corner segment where he talks about Suicide Squad issue 6. So... That's uh, what's coming up on this week's show. Um, I will point out, there was some early solicits that came out this week. There was a, a batch of about 15 books or so uh, that went up early. However, we're just going to wait and talk about them next week when we get the full uh, whack. Because nothing in particular stood out as, oh, that is newsworthy, we should talk about that. It was just kind of a random batch of solicits. So we'll just wait until next week and do the whole whole load. Um, but you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break the mould here. I'm going to... Break the mold. Add mm-hmm. a little icebreaker. Get us rolling before we get to the books. And I'm just going to ask how how uh, Matt's week was. I don't care about Connor, but Matt, how was your week? It, it it's been stressful. So that, 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 that's about it. it I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it's Saturday as as we're recording, and I've read my my hopeful DC books. Yeah. Also got to see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and that was a pleasure. So. Man. I am jealous because I am here recording this in my only off time to go and watch it before the end of the weekend. Yeah, I'm seeing it tomorrow. We'll we'll will see how I feel about it. Uh, obviously, on the YouTube channel, if you're watching it on there, uh, we ha- we'll have mm-hmm. a review up sometime tomorrow night. Uh, me and Matt on one twenty one, yeah. so you can look forward to that. Uh, Matt being the diehard Harry Potter fan, me being the lukewarm, yeah, it's okay fan. We'll see, we'll yeah, see uh, when we went to leave last night, I had my wand, and my ass, uh, my wife goes, "Can I ask why?" And I said, "You know what I'm about." <laughs> and got to the car. Stupid like, question, really, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I like the but idea. The, the worst part was getting my popcorn. I had nowhere to put it, so I put it in my <laughs> sleeve, a la Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got some strange looks from people, but I like the and, idea that Matt's otherwise a very pleasant husband, but. When you ask him why he's bringing his wand, that's when the hand gets raised, and he's like, "Seriously?" I'm about. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Connor, how was your week too? Since since I'll be nice. I finally saw uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, it, it took a while, but <laughs> I finally oh, got nice. there. Yeah, I'm, he's, I'm running he's a little bit of the the time stone, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. Surprise! Other than that, I was uh, very busy at work and. The TV podcasts, because that is literally where all my time goes. Apparently, it was a busy week in TV stuff. We 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 did have uh, because Tuesday nights are notorious night for being busy, and TNT uh. decided to debut a new show on Tuesday night. But not only that, they decided to start with two episodes on the one night. So our our Wednesday catching up on all the Tuesday night stuff was a uh, hectic, which is annoying right. because Wednesday, of course, like, oh new comic day, I want to read comics. No, I didn't even touch my comics until late Friday night. I didn't touch mine until about three hours before we recorded. <laughs> so you'll be fresh. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, just imagine Connor by Christmas is going to be the guy in the old Apple eighty four commercial, 
And he's going to throw a hammer through his TV just because he can't take it anymore. <laughs> and then Pete reminds him that, no, you can still watch on your computer. There's all sorts of apps, you know? Uh, uh, that's where it's yeah. going. Good. Yeah. Uh, dear. Um, I, I, I'm in a similar boat. TV took up most of my week. No, no one asked you. No one has to ask me. I'm the host. No. I get to just say it. But here's the thing. It sounds like you guys are worn out from the TV schedule, so why don't you just do less TV? Because it's all it's good. A lot of it's really good. Yeah, yeah. like, oh. I mean, it is... Stupid me. Yeah, it's, it's like, I mean, Arrow aside, right? That, 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 that should be mentioned. Which, yeah, I don't want to tangent, but I've heard it's good this season, and then it's I not. see how drunk Connor is. Like, <laughs> no, no, I, I have a source that, that says opposite. It's, it's better. Better does not mean good. There is a very, very big difference. Oh, uh, so yeah. No, nah. uh, nah, nah, to be fair, most most of the TV we are watching is actually very good. And we do, we, we are having harsher cut-offs this season. We're like, all right, after a few episodes, if we're not feeling it, we'll, you know, we'll say, no, excised. Uh, if it's a Tuesday night, it has to be really good or it's getting cut because there's just already too much. Like, for example, This Is Us, which is actually, was, I mean, we liked the pilot of that. That was a, you know, a good show from that one episode but we just couldn't keep it because Tuesday night is just already too packed loaded yeah. so that's just that's just how it is but God, you guys don't even really cover uh, sitcoms either because Tuesday is my sitcom heavy night nah so no, we don't really yeah. go Truth is that uh, sitcoms there's just not as much to talk about week to week beyond just. Well, no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, so when you guys are loaded up, it's all hour long, not half hour. Like my yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine and New Girl and everything else. The great so. thing about that is, though, is that I like when I get to the summer, I get to binge watch all the comedies yeah. that I didn't watch throughout the season. Like that's kind of my early summer ritual is I get to binge watch all those. Yeah. Mm. Every year I've said, you know what, I'm going to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine week to week this year. And after about three episodes, I'm like, you know what, nah, I like binging at the end. Do you know what? I make it to the exact same point every season. I've done it this year as well. Mm. Halloween. Get to Halloween, I'll watch that, and then that's it. I'm done. I'll, I'll watch the rest in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, that's gotcha. pretty much it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that wasn't supposed to be a giant plug for all the TV reviews that me and Connor do. But we'll treat it as such. But they're there. You can go and look at them. Uh, some of it's quite good. I think if you're a fan of Westworld, people seem to enjoy our, our more in-depth theorizing and analysis on that because we go. I think that's bananas. just the show in general, right? That's like is, but it's, it's like hard puzzles. to rein ourselves in on that one. Yeah, yeah. Because well, after each episode, I have a new theory that yeah. probably is not going to work out, but in the moment, it feels right. It's funny because so. some shows, you know, we'll review and it'll be ten to fifteen minutes. We'll talk about it, uh-huh. and that's that's just naturally how long it takes to talk about all the main plot lines. Westworld and then something like Mr. Robot which is in a similar boat you know we'll easily go 30-40 minutes on those because they're just there's so much in there to talk about and discuss yeah. and theorise very and, dense yeah very dense shows which I like yeah. it makes for good discussion so yeah. I, don't get me wrong if all of the shows we did every week were like that I would be like <laughs> we'd be down to like three or four shows a week because yeah. we couldn't just couldn't take anymore. yeah but I love having one of that, one of them a week, like one of them a week where it's like that in depth, and we get to really dig deep. Well, that's that's why I like Supergirl because I can come down off of Westworld, turn on Supergirl, and it's just pleasant and fun to watch. I you and... know, I agree with that. Yeah, somehow with Supergirl, we have been averaging twenty five to thirty minutes this season. Well, <laughs> let's be honest, it's that pleasant that you just want yeah. to keep your mind. It, it's because there. we just fanboy DC mode all over it. Whenever they go, here's something else that you never thought you'd see. 
Yeah. Which is why I love when anyone comes into the Arrow reviews and if they try and say we're Marvel fans because we don't like Arrow, it's like, no, 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 go, 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 go watch the Supergirl reviews, see us, fangirl, come on, you can go and see us. Uh, be- because that's why you don't like Arrow, because it's Marvel's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, not un- it's not Uncle Googie or Speedweed's fault, it's, you know, Marvel. Forgot anyway. about Speedweed. Yeah, Speedweed. Oh. Yeah. But see, I, I tried to I tried to uh, segue from Supergirl to comics, so oh don't, go, don't get me wrong, we're, we're we're getting there. I realise that we're mm. we're going on a bit, and don't worry, I timestamp all the comic reviews for people who want to skip this section. But I just thought it'd be nice every week to have a because this is the one show a week where it is kind of like a week long thing where we wrap it up, oh. and I thought it'd be nice to have a bit of casual chat at the start, and we can do that every week now. Um, this is Pete trying to throw us off that he's a host. That's what this is. <laughs> and Matt means a host from Westworld, not the host of the show. Just just yeah. to just to clarify that for people who aren't watching Westworld. That, that's true. I didn't think about that, but that's what a host would say. Yeah. <laughs> These violent delights have violent ends. Oh, uh, uh, do, do what I've started doing, though, because of, just one last thing before we get to comics. Something I've started doing because of Westworld is uh-huh. whenever I see news that I don't like, I just say, this doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost as uh, good as just answering everything with unclear yeah uh-huh. <laughs> oh god no I'll, I'll eat that new meme kind, though that's weird kind of what America did last week <laughs> oh on, on that and that potential to get into a political discussion that's not uh-huh. let's go into some comic books which given the last issue of Batman it did kind of turn into a political debate <laughs> between me and Matt um so just actually just quickly it was good. It, it was good. It didn't get, yeah. It was yeah, good discussion. It didn't elevate. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about Batman issue 11, uh, Tom King and Mikhail Janin, of course, uh, on the book. Before we even talk about this book, though, I just want to quickly get in like, a sentence. Connor, did you like the last issue of Batman? Yes. I just wanted to know where you stood. I, I just, you know, compared to where, Matt, where me and Matt were last time. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more on your side, don't worry. That's uh, both a blessing and a curse, really, <laughs> isn't it, at the same time? Yeah, I'm going to push... If this is a tightrope, I'm pushing him off it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, so this was, I thought, another very strong issue. It focused a lot more on uh, Selina, Catwoman, as they're engaging in their plan, and we've got basically all of the teams sneaking throughout, or Catwoman and Dexter are sneaking throughout, uh, or some Dexter, Wesker, um, are sneaking throughout. Wrong homicidal maniac. Yeah, wrong homicidal maniac. (laughs) Are sneaking through the, the prison... Uh, to get in place while uh, Punch and Julie and Bronze Tiger are sort of making the more direct distraction approach. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of just a bit. And it all, it all kind of builds, and it's a lot of Catwoman sort of talking about her morality and like comparing herself to Batman. A lot, lot of good uh, sort of analysis in there. And it ends with the bombshell that she's at least seemingly betraying Batman and the team. Although I suspect it's a, it's a swerve and there's going to be a you know, the, the whole the whole plan, this is part of the plan kind of thing. See, I might agree on that if we didn't see Batman's reaction that no one else sees. True, true. That I admit that's kind of going to get And the that fact idea. that she slashed Julie's throat? Like... That, I mean, it might be part of her plan to, you know, <laughs> not, not actually well, betray everyone and come back. Okay, but... like... sure. Okay, don't get me wrong. That does seem quite violent, I admit, right? But... 
We don't know how deep that cut was. I mean, if this was planned, like, is this any more ridiculous than Batman planning oh. to look injured in another situation? I don't think it is. Yes. Oh, whatever. Fine. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it looked like the stakes were pretty high. Like, in the whole, that was her whole thing with, they're putting a needle in her arm, I guess. That's new. Like, I didn't know mm. she's in the death sentence in Gotham. So this is her gambit to to get out. Actually, that... she doesn't feel like Batman is. She feels like Bat. This is Batman's way of getting her out, but she doesn't trust the system enough. Yeah, I actually so... really my favorite uh, scene in this issue was probably the flashback to when he like catches her, like he chases her down, and mm-hmm. she's like, you know, it's like you had to chase me, but you knew I had to run, and you know, it's like the, this whole duality to the conversation where Batman's like, you killed like two hundred and thirty people. I need to take you in. There, there's, there's no around this. Like yeah, nice. we have, we have this complicated relationship, and I do care about you, but I need to take you in. There's just, you know, I like that. I like that that scene. Yeah, I really love the colours in that scene. So the yellow backgrounds was just, it was making it gorgeous. Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, see, yeah, that 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 first part of that That's that scene where Batman is jumping down from the, the yeah. roof. Yeah. You know, I really, really liked that. That was just a gorgeous sense of motion in that that uh, page. Well, same same with the sense of motion with Selena and Wesker going through the pipes, mm. and the way that the art dictates where the dialogue is. You know, because you can't read it traditionally; like you have, yeah, to, yeah. You have you to follow, follow them, them on their journey. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really strong layouts in that sense. Yep. Yeah, that's that is really really good. Uh, and even just that entire conversation again, it's it's Selena, like asking him about his like monster, and is he Scarface or is Scarface to something inside of him? And he and for him it's like no no he's a different personality he's not me like Scarface is all I did. Well, and this this is what I think Batman's plan is with him because they sent her so Batman sends Wesker and Selina basically to to get Psycho Pirate right. Mm. So, but why send Wesker unless it's going to unlock Scarface later? You know why is it him? Or maybe Psycho Pirate won't have an effect on him. Because of the whole Scarface thing. Yeah, that's that's maybe what I'm yeah. thinking more is that because of his unique kind of duality personality thing with Scarface is that in some way that will make him either immune or at least that Psycho Pirate won't be able to affect him in the same way. Like maybe Psycho yeah. Pirate will only affect Scarface and Dexter will still be okay. It's, or Wesker, sorry, I keep saying Dexter. Why do I keep saying Dexter? I don't know why I'm doing that. I, I do apologise. Yeah, but he, Batman even says that Wesker is essential to the plan. Yeah. Like yeah. He has to be kept alive. Which yep. maybe it's because Wesker's a Resident Evil character, and I just I can't imagine anyone else being called Wesker. Oh, you can call him Arnold. What's his first name? Well, it's Joe. It's because I usually just call him Scarface, but obviously we have to differentiate here because he's not with yeah. Scarface. There's no dummy. You know? yeah. yeah, there's no dummy with him. Normally, I would just refer to them as a whole, but obviously here I have yeah. to, you know. So yeah, um, which is probably which is probably why I'm not used to calling him by that. But uh, no. Um, no, I, I thought that jelly was really nice. Bane's still in, intimidating as hell. Yeah, he really is. He really is. Yeah, for is. sitting on a chair for the whole time. Yeah. Like uh, Thanos in the Marvel movies. Just except sitting. he's surrounded by skulls, so he's cooler. Yeah. I know, yeah. I'm just pretty much let down by this take on Santa Prisca and Bane. I was expecting something else than what we got. So, like, I expected Bane to be more active. In this, I think, even though I knew it was a heist, so you know. Well, obviously, I mean, this is what like a five issue, six issue arc. Like, I mean, Bane 
I think, will play a larger role. Although, now it's clear that it's maybe more of a Catwoman story at heart than it yeah. is anything else. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, she also narrated the last issue. Well, yeah, and the whole point of the first issue was to get to where she was locked down. Yeah, like, she, yeah we got to introduce to the other members, but that whole issue was the journey. Yeah, it was building up. The heart yeah, of it, was, it was building up to her. So, like, it, it, this is very much a Catwoman story, oh, yeah. which is cool because... And all of the like solicits and promotion for it before the arc started, it was all oh it's all it's a heist and it's Batman Suicide Squad and they're going after Bane and like they they had that very well. So it's actually kind of a nice surprise oh. that it's really about Catwoman. Yeah, and it's called I Am Suicide. So I'm almost wondering if this is like her. It's almost like a Kamikaze mission mm, for her because yeah. there's kind of no easy way out for her. Because it's either basically go back work for Batman because that's how they you know. Excuse her, or she just ends here. You know, so. I think when we eventually get a Catwoman book in Rebirth, and I, I, it'll come at some point. It just will. Not the Election Night Special. Stay away from that, people. Yeah, not the Election Night Special. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, Connor, you missed Matt's uh, thrilling commentary on that issue. I haven't brought myself to read it yet. It's it's there, sitting Don't. in my pile. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's there, but do I want to read it after this, Mm-mm. what I've heard? Uh, no, you, you really, really don't. Um, I, I, I think to sum it up, I'm, I'm really enjoying this art. It, it's been gorgeous, obviously, the entire time, uh, Mikhail Jan, and of course, who had a lot of lead time, presumably, because Finch yeah. was doing the whole first arc. Uh, very consistent art, very beautiful. I'm loving the colours because you really get the sense that they're in a, a hot climate. You know, you're really getting that feeling of being like in a warm, sweaty environment that's uncomfortable. And, you know, loving all that. Bane being menacing. Book's gorgeous. I'm loving the psychology of Selena. I'm loving that it's focusing on her. And uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. And I thought this was another strong issue. I didn't like it as much as last issue, but not by much. Like, I, I think the whole thing's been really strong throughout this arc. I think I preferred this one over the last one, personally. That's fair. I get it. I'm, I'm sure Matt did, yeah. I mean, yeah, Matt obviously did, because he hated <laughs> I mean, the last I mean, I'm still not enjoying it as much as I did the first arc, so... But you're not raging on this issue, no. so it's a step Well, no, down. because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I got to the end and I was kind of like, okay, like, whatever. It's yeah. Catwoman betrayed him. Last so. issue, it was like, a, coming into this podcast, it was like walking around a minefield, like trying, <laughs> just talking to Matt, like, right, I don't want to set him off, so I need to word myself very carefully, just, you know. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm really liking this arc. I, I will say I'm enjoying this arc more than the first one, and I enjoyed the first arc. Like, I, I really was into that first arc. Uh, but I'm, I, I think the... Uh, the sense of style and the more personal nature of the story is just hitting with me a little bit more. See, this thing, I think I enjoyed the story of the first arc more. And, you know, what that was alluding to for the future of, of the Batman comic. But, man, oh, this art, it's just, it's just so much better to read. Well, yeah. Well, and also, Janin nails the expressions. Like, the whole bronze tiger, you could tell he's kind of nervous. Like, this is, like, one of the best martial artists in the DCU. And still, before Bane, without Venom, I he's think, like yeah. nervous, and you could just tell by his face. Mm. I think uh, the the first, yeah, I love the idea that Bane's nervous about Batman because he doesn't have Venom. Like that, that's like a legitimate issue. Um, but well, I think the first arc is kind of like was really pulpy. You know, you had the plane stuff, you had like all this big superheroics kind of thing. Whereas this arc is more like you've brought in like uh like a, a high established director to film it. You know. You, you've got like a more assured eye for the, the visuals and it's more 
I don't want to say cerebral, but more, you know, it's it's less pulpy and more, bit more weight in terms of what it's trying to do for the the character dynamics. Not to say that the first art didn't have any weight, but it just you know, I'm just comparing them. Yeah. And I actually, well, sometimes I think King's overthinking it too. Like the whole, like I don't know if I enjoy the relationship he's writing for Batman and Catwoman here, where they just call each other Cat and Bat. Like, that's I feel that's weird. a little bit weird to me. That yeah. was a bit weird. Like, like, it seemed off. Like I feel if they were that close, they would call each other by their names, not Cat and Bat. Um, although once they got to Santa Prisca, that'd be a little bit different. Cause yeah, code names and keeping... all that. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, while I did think that was a bit odd, I kind of excused it just so it could have the the whole you know the duality thing that that first scene was playing. It was like, all right, yeah. I get it's they're so similar, but there's one letter different. You know. Well. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's why I think he's overthinking it a little bit. No, I don't you know? think I don't think the the point of that though was to say that this is what they always call each other. I think the whole point was Selena was being kind of playful and just calling them bat, and he was just kind of returning it by you know responding to her in the exact same way as awkwardly as possible because yeah. that's what Bruce Wayne does. Don't get me wrong, I do think it it was a it comes yeah. off as a bit weird. Don't get me wrong, it's like a weird way to just call him because he bat, but yeah, because King did this kind of stuff too in. Uh, Grayson throughout the run so you can kind of tell where Seeley I think Seeley gets the, the interpersonal stuff a little better than King but King gets these big grand like you guys were talking about the duality yeah. of that, this and whole story. The thing is those smaller things there like like the cat and bat it worked better coming from Grayson and his supporting yeah. cast like they it felt like it fit those characters a bit more than yeah. these. So yeah. but yeah that's just my whole thing it's, it's not bad I just feel like he's overthinking a little and just still getting used to writing Batman. Cause like, let's be honest, Batman's probably the biggest comic character right now, like pop culture wise. Yeah, yeah, I think so, like, um, as much as it pains so Matt it, to say that, it, that's true. It does, <laughs> well, but I can't thing. like. You know when we got, Matt's saying it, it must be true. Well, yeah, because because again, I I cannot like it and still know the truth. Like, <laughs> but but like we got a Lego Batman trailer last night before a Harry Potter movie. You know, and that's just it. So where they did poke fun at Batman v Superman, which I lost my mind over. So that was that was great. Um, uh, yeah. But it it is it it has to take a while because Morrison at this point like wasn't his his big intro was a Batman story wasn't it with Arkham Asylum? Uh, well, that was a kind of standalone thing a long time before he's run. So it's. Yeah, but still, like he he took a different take on Batman from the beginning. Mm. So yeah. by the time he got his major run in the mid two thousands, he had already written Batman a bunch of times. So and King, this is the first time he's really writing him. So I'm willing to excuse that type of trying to fit what works and what doesn't. So. I'll say this: I will take Bat and Cat dialogue over what's in uh, All Star right now any day. Well, yeah. So. We we can agree on that. <laughs> um, I I think for me it's just it's, it's kind of like a it's a preference of because I, I like both styles, but I think for, it's kind of like how like kind of like when we talk about movies, Matt, I I will watch something that's like a like a Reffin movie or a David Lynch movie that's more about you know these you know th- themes and visuals and it's exploring mm-hmm. ideas without just telling a straight story. Whereas to you, that's like hell on earth. 
Oh, that is. That, yeah. th- most definitely. Whereas to me, I'm like lost in the, the, the dream. And it's not quite as abstract as that. Don't get me wrong, it's not. But no. it's, ki- it's kind of that thing where this is just such like a beautiful like a uh, story of these characters and Catwoman's like, you know, psychology that it, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm just really into it. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Because it's... It, take it from someone that had to read Lobdell's uh, Superman for uh, over a year. Um, oh, 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 need... Need is not the word that you should be using in that sense. Yeah, so, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't not. It didn't make sense not to read Superman. So, like, <laughs> uh, it's always good when a writer is hitting your favorite character in ways that you like. So, yeah. well, I can say about Batman is there's, there's lots of interpretations that I do like. There's some that I outright yeah. hate, but there's a lot that I do think work and are fun and. I can take a more pulpy one, I can take a more cerebral one, I can take a more realistic one, I can take, you know, lots of different things. I cannot take 60s Cape Crusader nonsense that Connor was oh, seeing at the movies a couple of weeks that, ago. That, that new anime film is fantastic. Does he do the Batutsi? Uh, I don't know. It's Does been like a month since I saw it. I think it might do. But okay. you have Adam West doing lines from Dark Knight Returns. You need to watch this movie. Uh, no, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> See, I love him as Mayor Adam West on Family Guy, so... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, It's so good. Just watch it. Have we lost Pete? Yeah. <laughs> just just looked up personal, and he's gone. <laughs> his army of cats is struck. This hand, oh, signal, is. this hand signal was to keep talking. Don't, don't go silent. <laughs> this, I told you, I wasn't looking up. I looked down. You I looked up and you were gone. I was looking at Connor because Connor was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Oh. See, the beauty of Anyways. having three of us is that I trust that two of you can, like, you know, cover a bit of time while I go and have to, you know, let a cat out or something. But no, ah, <laughs> oh, pair of amateurs. Anyway, let's go on to the uh, next comic then. Uh, Superman issue eleven, uh, written by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Leeson, and this issue also has art by Patrick Leeson. Uh, this one, and this is the second half of this uh, Super Sons backdoor pilot. I'm calling it. Um, yep. that's what it is yep. and basically Bruce and Clark are a little bit pissed that John and uh, Damien wrecked a part of the Batcave and as a result they're putting them through a series of tests to force them to try and work together because they have to learn a lesson yep. and we get, a, we get a wonderful sequence of like tests where Damien will just do the first one on his own John will solve the second one on his own but they'll still not learn to work together so yep. They're, they're still trying to get them to fight together. This this was another great issue. Uh, I think... Yep. Mm-hmm. I think when you end the issue with Clark and Bruce uh, like saying, oh yeah, let's have dinner together tonight, whilst they're talking about getting Christmas trees and Clark offers to fly Bruce's giant-ass Christmas tree back to Gotham. Like, yep. all of it all of it was warming my heart. And then, even though they've kind of learned a lesson, uh, John and... Damien are just like, there's, wait, what did yeah, you say? They're still crappy kids. <laughs> yeah, like, they're still but they're crappy kids with superpowers because, I mean, Damien, yeah, doesn't actually have superpowers, but he's the genetic combination of the Al Ghul and Wayne line. Yeah, right? he, so, like, he, he has inherited because Batman. He has that in his yeah, blood. So. <laughs> like, and, and he's a shit about it because he will say, I'm Damien and I do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then you have John, who has the Kryptonian stuff, and it's a it's a boy scuffle that me and my cousins used to get into on the next level. 
Yeah. And just the whole, at the end, the whole argument over the tree. And Damien has an, has an axe <laughs> raised over John. John has a hacksaw. <laughs> oh, my. It's, I, just, it's I love so it fun. so much. And then the stuff in the issue, too, where um, nobody, um, who I still am going back and reading Tomasi's uh, Damien stuff. So I haven't been introduced to her properly yet. Yeah, but she's a factor here, and Damien kind of has his feelings hurt that that she's working against him, because mm. um, he still only sees things as black and white, no matter how much Bruce tries to teach him. There's there's more. Yeah, and Batman uh, has and a thought, has a private train on a private track that they've got uh, to <laughs> they've got at his disposal mm-hmm. for tests such as this. And you also have Alfred going, aren't you guys going a little too far? <laughs> and Batman like, no, they need to learn. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that. And I also Alfred like that he... was one of my favourite parts. Yeah, Alfred's oh. really good in this. And I love that he's the one that comes out at the end and says, right, you two shut up. They've earned their capes back. Here you go, kids. You know, like... Well, he pulls the dad rank. Like, yeah. he's... He's grandpa, basically. Yeah. And he's like, you, you guys aren't doing this right. Just look. They've learned a lesson. And we'll do this. And... But yeah, I love how and the he, stuff he bosses Goliath. Clark around though as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Clark, Clark, and we'll get a lot more on this in Nightwing when we talk about his relationship with Dick, but just this idea yeah. that Clark accepts that he can be bossed around by Alfred because he's Alfred and he has the respect for Alfred Pennyworth. Because <laughs> this is the man that controls Bruce Wayne, or at least yes. to an extent controls Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you know? Well, no, that's, I mean, for yeah. all intents and purposes, he's Bruce Wayne's father, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah there's, he shaped Bruce for all his faults. Alfred's yeah. been there. So, you know, that takes a lot. Anyone that can go through that earns Superman's respect. Yeah. It's so. even uh, simple little things that I love that at the end when after the like Superman fakes the, the hurricane, you know, with his super breath. Yeah. And like you know, Superman like asks them how they're feeling and John salutes and says he feels great with a smile on his face and in the same panel Damien's <laughs> just like, What the hell are you doing? Like you little shit. Well like, it's a well, and it's the point that he's clearly not okay because yeah. he's all green and the words are all wavy. Yeah, yeah and speech then, bubbles all thing. Yeah, yeah. He John loses his lunch and he's like lightweight, and then a moment <laughs> later he's losing his lunch too. So I'm just, I'm looking so forward to Super Sons yeah. after this, like, even more than I already was. Yeah, how about how about that that page though where Alfred calls him that full page. Yeah spread of uh oh, with the silhouettes behind them yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah the batman silhouette behind uh, damien and the superman silhouette behind john you know knowing that tomasi is going to be writing super sons it makes me really excited for it because this this was a backdoor pilot uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with that term in, in tv sometimes when they want to spin off a show into another show what they'll do is, is they'll have an episode of that show secretly kind of be the pilot for the other one you know like uh, in arrow for example there was an episode that introduced barry allen and nope. it was a backdoor pilot for the Flash, essentially. Uh, so yeah. that, that's what we mean. Well, by yeah, that. you see the Flash become the Flash on Arrow, not on the Flash. Well, He's you see the Flash. We see him get struck by, get lightning. by lightning. That's what that you see. Counts. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah, not. It's that's not, what I mean. But on the Flash, he doesn't just skip to after that. You still get all the build up. No, to it. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wakes yeah. up from the coma and whatnot. But still, the inciting incident happened on on Arrow. Yeah, but right? it, ha- it happens again on Flash, though. It's like, you can still watch Flash without having to watch the episode of Arrow. That... Yeah, and that, that's what a good backdrop pilot does, though. Yeah. is It sets the world. Remember they did that on The Office with, with they were thinking with about the Spider-Man's Dwight. Yeah. And it was so weird. 
and bad, like, and they decided not yeah. to do it. But uh, that's kind of the and advantage, they just though. Skipped over all those threads. Yeah. Like uh, it never happened. It's the advantage, though, is that if it doesn't work, you can go. Well, let's just not do that because yeah. we, we tried it yeah. for. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but I think a little different here. We knew we were getting Super Sons. Yeah. So, also, I feel know. like one day when we get the Super Sons omnibus, you know, in like a decade's time. These yeah. two issues will be the first two things you know, at the start yeah. of that omnibus. Oh, yeah. They have to be. As, as it should be. Yeah. They should even probably be in the first trade of Super Sons, if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. I'd put them there, but... Especially... Yeah. It's, well, especially since it's only two issues, and the next issue is the start of a new arc for Superman, so I can almost see them doing that, and just having these two in the Super oh. Sons trade, while the next trade Instead. of Superman will be... Mm. You know. Well, like yeah, like if they ever do a new frontier, I can see them throwing the last two Superman issues, where they go to Dinosaur Island. I can see them throwing them in there as supplemental too, just yeah. because they they deal with that theme. I, well, I still think they'll just should be shoved in with the second trade, just to. Well, I'm saying, but know. like you could do that, and it wouldn't be out of place. Like the yeah. spirits there, yeah. of them. So, yeah. but also I wanted to real quick with Goliath and and John, saying that you know crypto knows tricks, so fetch. And and Damien is like surprised that that worked. So clearly he doesn't have a pet human relationship with Goliath. You know, it really is more of a partnership, mm. which I think that that speaks. Considering he has a bat cow and Titus, and a, you know, he's got a cat so, now as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he has Alfred the cat. So, yeah. Alfred the cat. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Alfred the Cat. All right, that's uh, Superman. Obviously, we were all really into it. Let's go on to Trinity, number three, uh, Francis Manipal. And for the first time, he's not doing the art, though, in this one. Uh, yeah, he just didn't do the shame. Eights, didn't he? Like, I think uh, he did some of the art. Uh, Clayman is definitely listed for pencils. Mm-hmm. So they, they, uh, he's doing all the pencils. I, I mean, maybe they, maybe it's a mix, but it's certainly Clayman is listed for pencils. I, it didn't look... It didn't look clear like Manipal on a lot of the pages. That's it, I feel though. Like, the thing is, I feel like Manipal still did the layouts. Possibly. Probably. Yeah. That said, though, I don't think the art suffered that much for it. I think the art's still very no. high quality. Like, I I wasn't yeah. reading this going, oh, it's not Manipal, I wish it was Manipal. No, I was like, no, this is still gorgeous. Like, so... No, but seeing Manipal's version of Gotham, like, from mm. uh, Detective, Detective yeah. would have been great, so... It would have been cool. Yeah. So, obviously, we knew the last issue was mainly about Superman's past, and it was, like, a weird memory thing with, like, Jonathan Kent that we got. This one was kind of, like, an intertwined, like, the shooting of the the, the Waynes and, like, Batman. Yep. Be- I, I love that Batman's confused because, like, he knows Gotham City brick for brick, so him yep. not understanding where he is, he knows that something's not right. Like, this is an illusion of some kind. He he gets that yep. something's off. I, I think that's really cool. But, yeah, it's a very... Which, which- that begs the question how Black Mercy works. Because if it's playing off of your memories, hmm. and he knows Gotham, like... Well, I think that's the idea. It's kind of like this this idea that he's almost afraid that he wouldn't know this, his city that well. Okay. So it kind of warps yeah. his memories and Yeah, because gotcha. okay. a lot of Black Mercy as well is... A, I mean, it's about giving you what you want, but I think it also plays off your fears. So Yeah. Because um, it gets it very makes... construed. Because even, like, you see him as a kid, he's getting therapy from Harleen Quinzel. <laughs> You know, yeah. which obviously didn't happen, but it's like you know, it's like mixing like it's like mixing parts of his life up well, with other parts, and yeah, it's a dream, yeah. right? Like where your brain trying to make sense of stuff, so it pulls from what it knows, hmm. you know. Yeah, but uh, no, um, like I say, very gorgeous. Uh, I really, I did really enjoy this issue. Um, even something as simple as like Scarecrow showing up in a horse to scare. <laughs> that was. 
the scary Fantastic. young person. That was pretty metal. That yeah. was like the I've seen that on the cover of a metal album before. Yeah. So and, uh, probably young Bruce seeing all the Trinity as like the foreign bat monsters. Yeah, was really yeah. really cool as well. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of really great visuals in this, and there's some good, like, you know, much like last week we had the, the relationship between Clark and uh, Jonathan Kent. This week we had some touchy moments with Alfred, you know, with yeah. Alfred pricking up young Bruce and telling him it's not his fault, you know, and he, he'll remind him this ever every day. I'm like, oh, that's like you know, once again. Manipul's finding the heartstrings and he's he's tugging on them. Yep. Which yeah. you know exist for all three of these characters. Um, in fact, one of my uh, my uh, favorite pages of this actually is it's actually a really simple page. It's just the three. There's those three panels, and it's when uh, Bruce and Clark are talking about the sons, and Wonder Woman's at the bottom, and she's talking about uh, honoring the dead. And all it is it's just it's like you know Batman's in the first panel, Superman's in the second one, Wonder Woman's in the third panel. All three panels here are just like they're all gorgeous, but I just especially love the the framing of uh, the Wonder Woman panel. Like how she's sort of looking over her shoulder. Yeah, like back towards the other two. Yeah. So yeah, my train of thought was all over the place there because Matt was having technical difficulties in the corner, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now I was just right. I was just saying this page was uh, gorgeous. I like how bold it is. It's just the three big panels. Uh, they all look sufficiently sort of moody. The the colors are very blue. Is they're having this real sort of like sad moment of like you know, almost just kind of like talking about their philosophy and life and death. Uh, but it's kind of the thing that like the Trinity book should be about these big ideas because it is these big, larger than life characters and it is the, the biggest of the big, you know. So I just I, I like that simplicity. And of course, back in the uh, the real world, um, Lois is being smart and she's sniffing out that there's something wrong and yeah. realises that John's in trouble and she crashes into the barn in a car and... Uh, to get to Poison Ivy, and that's kind of the big moment we end on. But uh, what did you guys like about this issue? Oh, you're going to let us speak. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, sorry, Connor, did I go on for a bit there? I mean, feels like a while. Wasn't looking at the clock. But, you know, to, to, to get on point, yeah, I, I really love the ending. I like that Lois has, has probably like, figured it out, and she's like, nope, I'm going to go go and dive into danger and figure it out and save the kid. That's what Lois Lane does. Exactly. I feel like there's not been enough of that lately. No. There's been more than the, than there has been well, a little yeah, bit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Superwoman and action, um, that makes up for a lot of the, the Lois's absence in New 52. So yeah. Yeah. Well, here it seems to be consistent. That's one of the things we've been talking about a lot over the last few weeks in action specifically. That they're, mm-hmm. they're really making Lois more of a presence again, and that's that's good. Yeah. So, but no, I liked I liked like the the stuff that was going on with the, um, with Bruce, young Bruce falling, and Superman's like, well, I can get to him, hmm. and like all the trust because we know that Batman doesn't trust the Superman still. Like that's what that whole dinner was about. Yeah, you Which, know. Actually, just to kind of flip back to Superman, kind of just to bring mm-hmm. in like a point to compare them, I kind of like that in that that that, that trust is still building, but in that. Yep. They're, they're building it through their kids. Like yeah. it's like yeah. in order to teach our kids to be better, we have to you know play yeah. nice. And be the example. Yeah. yeah. So I like that. But, but like here, yeah, he gives his trust to him to save his younger self, and Batman's still trying to figure out what is going on because he's like, well, it's not time and it's not a dream. Like we're what's going on? 
Yeah, there's, there's too right. much different things changing for it to just be yeah. either time travel or, you yeah. know, an alternate yeah. reality. Like, things are acting, you know, weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, that Batman's piecing it together because that's what he should be doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, it tells us in the last page that the next issue, as we'd expect, is going to be Themyscira uh, based. Which, which makes sense. I am... Yeah, with all the year one stuff that Ruck has been doing, mm. I'm curious to see what we're going to get from Manipole. Yeah, I wonder uh, like how much... I mean, obviously they, they work together and whatever, but like I'm just wondering how much of like that he's been paying attention to so that like yeah. for this issue that is going to explore her past, you know, has he really been paying attention so the details will really kind of... Not necessarily line up, because we're seeing that things are different here. Like, you know, all the Batman yeah. stuff's different, but... But will it thematically kind of like you know complement yeah. what's going on, you know, over there? Right. Lean on the ideas that Rook has been presenting. Yeah, yeah. Well, be really cool if it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's another really strong issue. Uh, a Trinity, Trinity's a you know three for three, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. At this point. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, let's uh, move on to Justice League issue nine, uh, written by Brian Hitch and art by Neil Edwards. Um, so, Carl, you did read this, didn't you? It's not just me this time. No, I read it. Oh, good. Yeah, you're all right. Um, now, did you? My assessment of the last issue was that it was probably the most fun issue of the, the series yet because it was a lot simpler. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm not sure. I definitely say it was the best, but it was. I mean, was do it, stronger the, than average. Yeah, right. Writing was still clunky, but at least you know, you know, Watchtower falling through the sky to San Francisco and opening up a boom tube to like get it to go back into space like you know fun at least on a big scale thing it was you know fun. Yeah, it had the benefit of like you say being simple hitch couldn't overcomplicate it for himself yeah uh so this issue of course uh, continues this plot line and we find out that the person who's probably behind this is the husband of the the one woman who died in the first arc which again very very lucky that only one person had died in that entire you know, earth-shattering incident. I mean, imagine how many times they'd have to go through this if there was, like, a thousand people. I know, yeah. Cause I, I think I forgot to mention that last time because I was just focused on the action, but yeah, the uh-huh. last issue did open with the funeral of this one woman who died in the first arc. Yeah. On the entire planet. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Do, do, I don't know if you recall, Matt, but there was entire bodies of, like, celestial beings being formed out of people, and only I one know. person died. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, Batman's trying to figure out what the what this virus is, and he traces it back to him, and that's just kind of his gist of it. There's a little bit more of a Catty Alfred um, cracking jokes about uh, Bruce wanting like coffee after he's a uh, you know been through a traumatic experience and whatnot. <laughs> uh, a lot of the action though is over in uh, San Francisco, as uh, the cliffhanger we left off last time was that Bazzi's Green Lantern ring gets infected and. All of his constructs start to like basically have a life of their own and start fighting the Justice League, and that's a lot of the issue, uh, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's fine that fight. It's it's fun. I mean, mm. it's one of those things where I'm I'm still kind of bored of seeing them fight each other, but yeah. it wasn't bad because at least he wasn't actively in control. He wasn't. There was no mind control. There was no hypnosis. You know, there was nothing of him actively trying to harm anyone. It was just the ring. And again, it was kind of fun because we had that moment where it it throws out a, a boxing glove to Simon's face mm. to knock him out, uh, and that was really funny. And the other stuff, my favourite section of the issue probably was the uh, the conversation where Wonder Woman and Flash are like, wait a minute, should we kill Simon? 
It's like, no, I wasn't being serious, Flash. No, but it gives me an idea. We should kill Simon. And they have, and the whole idea is that the the ring will like like do a hard reset because the the ring is designed right. at its core to protect its wearer. So if they go at him with lethal lethal force, it'll shut down and hopefully you know like they say hard reset, which is what happens and it works. But it's just a really funny conversation where Wonder Woman kind of jokingly suggests that they should just kill Simon. <laughs> and Flash is like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Let's try that. Yeah, Flash kind of runs with it, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. Runs with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's it. I think the last panel might be my favourite. Go on. Why? It just give me a chuckle. The whole Justice League standing there and Batman going, "Is your dad in?" Yeah, because they, because this is because Batman's on his own for most of the issue, like he was last issue, and then they meet up because like the, they solve the crisis in the city. He finds where this guy is, so they show up at the door and we see it's the guy's son who answers the door and he's like, "Hey, is your dad in?" You know, uh, yeah. So it's. I think this arc so far has at least proven to be fun. There is still some clunky elements, and it's not nothing special, but it's the action's simple, uh, the yep. plot's simple, and it is making for some of those fun moments where they're you know threatening to kill Baz and. All it's definitely things. better. Yeah, it's definitely better. There's definitely. I so do miss fun. Tony Daniel on art though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I miss him on art too, but again, double shipping so. Yeah, I, I understand it, but it's like, damn, it, it, this isn't as good in that sense. I, I think I think with art, when it comes to missing artists, we, we can't really complain that we miss an artist now as, as much as we can complain that they've not paired up a second artist with them that's to a similar level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. At least with Green Arrow, I'm like, oh, when it's not Schmidt, it's Faria. And like they're both really, you know, like... The burn as well, yeah. yeah. So, There's stuff to enjoy in both. I was going to say, you guys don't like baseball. Um... But that's, that's like watching, a thing. We've been watching pitch though, so we, we understand yeah, that. A okay, bit so so you understand like a bullpen, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like Green Arrow has a really good bullpen because they're all consistent. Ah, yeah, you go. So yeah, so Percy can pull deep from any of those guys, and you know they're gonna, it's gonna match. So it sounds yeah. like here, it's a little bit of a weaker, you know, they're yeah. front loaded. To be fair, not... we, th- we thought it was going to be like that with Batman, but then Finch yeah. ended up doing probably his best work ever on that first yeah. arc. The thing is, this this one on Justice League now, it's not bad. Like, yeah, don't get yeah. me wrong. It just mm. it feels like a noticeable step down from what we just Yeah, had. from Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Although I still remember Daniel's weird, wide-eyed, four-year-old John in one of those early issues. So mm. That's true. That was so weird. So, it's better. It's, it's more fun. It's, it's definitely... I mean, it's still... You know, like the 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 bottom of the pile, you know, and on one of these weeks for me. But you know, like, I after last week and then after this week, I'm not going to be dreading the next issue quite. You know, because you know, a couple of weeks ago when the first issue of this arc started, and after that last couple where I wasn't really into it, like it was at the bottom of the pile, and it was like, oh yeah, I suppose I'll, I'll read Justice League, you know, twenty minutes before we record, so it's read, you know, whereas. <laughs> Whereas everything else, it was like, oh, I can't wait to read all these. And then I got to just, like, oh, yeah, I suppose I'll... Whereas at least yeah. now I'm kind of like, oh, at least it's just, I'm not, you know. Mm. You know I'm, I'm the same. It, it, it's still at the bottom of the pile for the week, but that bottom is a lot closer than it used to be. Yeah, yeah. The gap between, you know, second last place and last place is not as, uh, yeah, you know, gargantuan as it once was. Um. That was quick, but not a whole lot to say on it. Just kind of fun action. Some good banter. Funny issue. So. Justice League in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that will take <laughs> us on to Nightwing issue 9, uh, written by Tim Seeley in ARC. 
Uh, first, well, that's the first time because the Monster Men was different, but we have a different artist for sort of uh, this, at least this oh, issue. Is that that Fernandez? Yeah. Uh, uh, oof, I'm not sure. Is this a soft C or a hard C? Uh, is it Marcio or Marcio? Not even sure. You have a clue. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say soft. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll go soft. I'll say Marcio Takara is the uh, the artist on this, and. This is an issue where... Is it Dr. Destiny is the, the villain here? Yes. Yeah. He is uh, messing with uh, Dick Grayson's dreams. Because we see him like fighting with the other Titans, and, but it goes badly and he wakes up. And Superman shows up, uh, saying that he's basically detected that there's like, you know... like He knows of the threats that were on his Earth, so he's sort of keeping an eye out for them on this Earth mm-hmm. in case they should show up. And he detected... You know what's going on, and that something's he's in uh, Dick's night uh, nightmares, and what this issue really is. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff where we see Dick, you know, in with various former allies, dead allies, and stuff like that. Mostly, what this is though is an, a 22-page like heartstring puller, uh, reminding me why Dick Grayson is the heart of the DCU, and why Su- why yeah. Superman himself is like this is still true. On this earth, you're still... Like, is it the end of the issue when, like, Batman and Justice League show up to, like, clean up the mess of, like, you know, Doctor Destiny? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Superman turns to Nightwing and says, oh, I got the Dick Grayson uh, boost, or whatever he calls it, you know, the bump. bump, yeah. It's like, because you said something nice about me, Batman has to like me more now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I love it. Well, even, like, Superman's so like, you're a little bit different than the Dick Grayson I knew. You're a little darker but your sense of humor is intact, so yeah. that's like, the important thing. You're pretty close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, it's something. Of course, again, we're going to see him become. Well, it's the fact, you know. Yeah. The one meaning it's the words that were used darker. Yeah. Yeah, so... it's like Superman recognizes that this crappy. I think it was was it Grimmer or something yeah. like that. Grimmer maybe the along word. the lines. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just that he recognizes that the new Fifty Two universe sucks a bit. <laughs> And yeah. we're get we're we're getting to a place that's better uh, with. Rebirth. I also like that they they called it out on the the new fifty two designs. Mm. Yeah. With the the when they said about Doctor Destiny, he's like, ah, oh, it looks a bit more monstrous than your version. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of a trend. Yeah. Also. Well, and I like that, that they that, brought out Doctor Destiny as well, and it wasn't just Doctor Dennis Destiny. But, but can I, just, I want to just briefly on that that costume yeah. thing before we move on. I just want to point out, we forgot to mention this, I think, like, six issues ago in Detective Comics, but when Stephanie made fun of uh, Red Robin's uh, New 52 costume, uh-huh. I think we forgot to mention it in the episode. No, well, we did. I'm sure About we the wings? It. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We did. All right. I, well, I loved it then. This is a, another example of that, but I loved that. Yeah. On you go, Matt. On you go. <laughs> but no, like, the, I like that it was Dr. Destiny, um, because you don't get that villain a lot, like a villain that attacks your dreams and uses that to power. But it wasn't just Doctor Destiny; it was Cobra, which ties us back into yeah, yeah, what we've been seeing through Nightwing. So it was a nice little one-off, but it still built the larger story. Yeah, it did so much because like, obviously we know the next arc is taking Nightwing back to Bloodhaven, and but we never knew why he goes back. We were, you know, it was just like, oh, maybe this right. is the first time, and it is the first time. But why does he go back? It's because in the dream, Superman takes him to a safe place, and for him, that's his city. It's Bloodhaven, so. He's going to try. He's, he's going to go and check out Bloodhaven because of Superman from our original Earth, yeah. like has told him that that's his city. Like I, I love that's that's why. Like that's great. Like, and I love that that Dick has that much respect for Superman yeah. that he's like, huh? Okay, he said this. 
he's probably onto something. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's like he's discovering himself, that this the self of him that we know. It's it's, it's it, it works on so many levels. It's really really cool. Yeah, I do also like that in this universe, his name still comes from Superman. Like yeah, that, that was yeah. that's still yeah. in there. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. And uh, even Superman saying "Call me Clark," like you know. The idea that he like just immediately because it is Dick Grayson like just this relationship building has been really good. This thing that they've had through all of Rebirth so far with a lot of these characters, um, yeah. has been really really strong. So th- that's actually for me for, was just like constantly, like oh man, like you know this respect between them and like you know Bloodhaven, you know like, um, Dick, you know using his imagination and his dream to like have the power of all of his allies show up and it's like. The Titans, the Teen Titans, the Outsiders, the you know all the Bat Fan, everyone. And it's like, yeah, Dick's a part of a lot of groups. <laughs> like you know, yeah. every. Yeah. I love also on Dick. that note. I love that he's staying in the Titans' loft at the minute. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. makes well, sense. Yeah, until he gets his place in Bloodhaven. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, they're, 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 it's like they just didn't bother giving him anywhere. They're just like, let's just wait till Bloodhaven. Yeah, no, it's it's good. But yeah, it showed why he's the cornerstone of the DCU. Yeah. Yeah. And everything builds around him. and uh, But also on that Allies page, um, I thought I saw Connor Kent and I got excited, but oh. it wasn't. I, I misread. Oh, poor man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a solid issue. Probably my favorite issue of Nightwing so far. Oh, it's definitely so, mine, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, it's... It's it's hard not to. I think as long time DC fans, it's hard not to just completely be floored by an issue like this. That you know, I mean, Rebirth as a whole's kind of been doing this, but this is just a kind of issue where it encapsulates it all in like twenty pages. Oh. You know, yeah. and even having the the new Fifty Two Superman there worked really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that goes back to to Grayson in one of the annuals. That whole story about the first time Batman and Robin worked with Superman. Yeah. And it was New 52 Superman, and there was that bonding there. So that was nice. Also, I just now noticed with with Tim dying for all intents and purposes, and Nightwing had died for all intents and purposes, there's not one Robin that Batman has had that hasn't died. <laughs> Dick, Jason, Tim, Damien. Stephanie. So, Dick's was kind of faking his death, though. So yeah, well, and but still, he died for all intents and purposes. So, but he only died to the world. Like yeah. Batman always knew. Like, so he was not yeah. dead to his friends. D- Dick, no, but still, Dick is stretching it. But the, the other ones plus Stephanie all count. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying, Tim was like the one Robin that's like, this is why I'm the best Robin. I didn't die. Oh crap. Um, Bruce doesn't have a great track record, does he? I no. But my only criticism of the issue would be that the art's not bad, but it's definitely a bit of a step down uh, from normal. Yeah, I'd yeah, agree with that. I still enjoyed it though. Yeah. Was, uh, the splash pages really, really turned it up. Yeah, but I mean, we're reviewing, so you know, I have to yeah, yeah. be critical where where critical uh, is needed. So. But no, uh, fantastic issue. So that will take us on to Green Arrow, issue 11. Uh, Benjamin Percy and Johnny Ferraia. And this was the second of this two-part, uh, I'm going to call it Speed 4, uh, on train. And if you're going, wait a minute, there was only two speed movies. No. Father Ted, series 3, there was an episode called Speed 3. I'm counting it, it's canon. Check it out. 
Well, after Speed 2, Cruise Control, anything's canon. Because so. <laughs> that wasn't even meant to be a Speed movie. That was meant to be something else. You can tell, because it has nothing to do with yeah. the plot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, so this is uh, more of the train stuff. And of course, the, uh, the ambassador... Uh, from the Middle East has just been assassinated and everyone in the train thinks it's Ollie and Dinah and they chase after the real assassin and most of this was just fantastic two-page layouts of nothing but motion um, over-the-top action um, you know, the, the one towards the end uh, specifically when the train like comes out of the, the stop and it goes out into the air and like mm. crashes yep. down, like all of it was just this was just a fantastic action issue more than anything. But then you had yeah. also the fun banter between Ollie and Dinah, like mid-action scene, and you know him being the damsel in distress on the back of the bike, and all just lots of yeah. little fun moments like that. Diggle, the, diggle they find a puns. motorcycle. Diggle yeah. making puns, yeah, can't go wrong with that. Yeah, no, all, all, all good stuff. Oh, what is it? Uh, the assassin calls uh, Dinah. She says she has a, what, what, she has a kind of throat or a mouth. Banshee is it Banshee? I, I, I think he calls her a Banshee. Remember. I don't know, but it, it, it was fun. All, all, all of it was fun. Um, it was because the last two part or before this this one, we, we weren't so keen on. It was kind of, you know, muddy. Whereas this, I feel like just, yeah, okay, you could probably pick some of the plot details apart, but it doesn't matter. It's just, it's all so fun and, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to use a pun about, you know, momentum with trains and whatnot but you know it everything was moving forward it was you know all steam ahead yeah. I, I apologize I, I somehow made a train pun anyway <laughs> <laughs> what i like too the the bad guy i forget his name who's shaping Fires. up to be the arch who Fires, is it yeah whoever whoever's working for the no the the industries oh brother oh right okay so Roderick. yeah right. yeah He's there, and he saw it thinking, like, Ollie's not his problem anymore. And out comes Canary and the bike, and, Air, yeah. and Green Arrow on the bike. And just the look on his face, like, ah, oh, he can't stay dead. This one just cannot yeah. stay dead. Yeah, that, that's a great ending to this show. And even when he says yeah. we're back, it's just like, okay, we're back in the city. But it's like, because he's there, it's just this extra layer of, like, yeah, yeah. Can't get rid of yeah. us. Nope. Um so even though I didn't like anything really, well, that's maybe a bit harsh, but I didn't really like the stuff on yeah. the island. The journey back has been fantastic and yeah, it was fun. worth it. Yeah. Also, you didn't even talk about the best page Go when on. they're on the bike, the full page when they're on the bike and the the water's all crashing in and you've just yeah. got all the sharks coming in around yeah. them and stuff. Oh it's yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. Good. Oh, everything in that tunnel was great. See when they're on top of the train fighting and it's just those yeah. those like the two page layouts of like all the because everything's got the motion lines and everything just feels. Again, momentum, Fast, yeah. yeah, all of it, just yeah. so much fun. Like I, like you know what? If we're going to have an off two issues every once in a while, but this is what we're getting when it's hitting, then that's fine. Like, yeah, th- this reminds us why why we did love it so much. Yeah, uh, so hopefully the next arc uh, is just as good. It's funny how the uh, second trade of this is going to be like a like like three two issue arcs. You know, you have see, the... I like yeah, I like that though. Oh no, I'm not complaining. I like that they're but... bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like comics need to do that. Like, we got the Johns in, you know, each trade's a six-issue big story. And they've kind of gotten away from that. At least DC has. I think... So it's nice yeah. to see in Rebirth, they're just letting the writers tell these shorter stories. 
That's that it, though. Connect overall. I do think they're still keeping the trades in mind. I think what you'll see here is maybe that the next arc of this will be a five six issue one. Yeah. You know that the idea that you've had a six issue arc to start with, yeah. then you've had a few smaller ones so that it's not all big stories, and then we'll yeah. go back and you know just to break it up, you know, break up the pacing. Yeah. It's kind of like how. You know, when you're pacing like a TV show or something, you you do these lighter things in between the bigger stuff to, you yeah. know, keep your yeah, just to give you a breather. Yeah, get a breather. You don't get worn out. You know, same thing, same idea. Yeah, yep. but I like that because Superman's done the same thing. So yeah, yeah. With... yeah. but the next one and action has as well. Yeah, starting the full thing. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it's funny how a lot of these after the first arc have all done these wee two issue pairs. Yeah. Like Flash, right? Uh, well, depends. Is there the Wally stuff? Yeah, well, I had that one issue. I don't know. It depends. I don't know if this arc that we've just started with this oh, Wally. That's right, because Flash, yeah. Because yeah. Flash was an extended. There was like eight issues. Yeah, that was a longer arc. That first story. Uh, yeah, so it. it depends. I mean, this one could just be like a two or three parter, but it might yeah. be six. I don't know. Um, yeah. Again. But anyways, if, I like that. So if I pay attention it to the solicits. To remember. If I pay attention to the solicits, though, I'd, I'd know the answer to that. <laughs> if I remembered them. Um, but yeah. But hey, I like being surprised. <laughs> yeah. So, hey. uh, but no, uh, Green Arrow was a lot of fun. So, uh, recommendations uh, abound. Uh, takes us on to Green Lanterns issue eleven, written by Sam Humphreys and art by Robson Roca. This, of course, is continuing. And Matt learned the name of the villain. Yeah, Leminski. Leminski, thank you. Frank, Frank Leminski. Frank uh, I remember Frank just because of one of the earliest panels. Oh, go on. What was it? Where he uh, he carves his name into the mountain. Of course, yeah. Of it, course. yeah. I know it was with Green Lantern energy, but the way that the artist drew him with wide gapped legs, it looked like when you pee into the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I I feel that that's what they were going for, you know. So. Well, it's kind yeah. of that thing though, like the idea that if a man like feels like you know masculine and wants to disrespect something, like you'll piss on it. Maybe, you know, that is going for that thing where he feels all powerful, like, yeah, look at me, nature. I'm Fine. Yeah. I'm a superhero. Uh, but yeah, the gist of this is that he goes out and tries to be a hero for the public, so he saves, like, a girl and a dog, or a boy. Was it a boy or a girl? I can't remember. Yeah. A kid. It's a boy. Uh, and the dog from the tornadoes. From the tornado. Uh, and tries to do, like, a news interview and, like, all that. And this is when, of course, like, Simon and Jessica, like, notice it on the news and are like, wait a minute. <laughs> Who's this yeah. tosser? No, I they love... don't notice on the news, do they? No. Really? How did they, they notice Because no, Jessica, Jessica asked her ring. Oh, that's to, right, uh, right, to right, track right, the yeah. energy. And I like, I like that Simon's like, wait, why does your ring sound human? She's like, I talk to it a lot. And I like that. Like, well, that makes no sense. She's like, well, it's learning. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, and she's really like confused that... that he doesn't talk yeah. to his. Yeah. yeah. I like that that Humphreys is bringing something like that to Green Lantern. You know, because it makes sense though the the girl that or the lady that's so trapped off and in her head all the time talks to her ring. So yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. And uh, again, it's an example of her problem solving to find him. Like she she thinks of a, another way of doing it. That's not just scan for you know him. Yeah, because that's not working. Yeah. So and then when they show up and the whole news report and Simon. Just being his bombastic self. Yeah. Well, oh, so good. I, I think what made that so fun is that the whole idea is that the media is like, how is he not a Green Lantern? Why is he not a Green Lantern? And she tries to turn it into yeah. like almost like a news debate live on air. And yeah. like, I love when it goes to Simon and Jessica and Simon's like, 
don't blow up and hit him or don't don't you know rage yeah. and like shout at her and Jessica's yeah. like uh don't don't geek out and like say hi to your sister on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love then that it cuts to Batman. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's Stop arguing with him. You can't argue with idiots. <laughs> don't yeah, don't argue with fools because then they won't know the difference between them. Yeah. That's exactly. such a great line. Do you know what I love about yeah. that? Is like the it's like it's funny how like Matt often complains that Batman will be shoved into books, whereas mm-hmm. obviously this wasn't advertised. This was just like a random cutaway to another part of the universe, oh. and it was done just purely for comic effect because it's funny because it's Batman. Had it been anyone yeah. else, this wouldn't have been funny. Yeah. But this was no. hilarious because it was Batman. No, and I had no problem. I liked yeah. seeing that because he's just watching it in the cave. I think that's why I, cut... I. I think that's why I thought that the Simon and Jessica were seeing it in the news. I was mixing things up yeah. with that. Yeah, 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 and so. And he almost has his hand on his forehead, like, <laughs> what is... What I is love this the idea, that, though, that in Bruce's off time, he stays in costume and just watches the rest of it, like, the, the rookies, <laughs> just, to, just to evaluate them at all times. To, to well, be fair, you know, I assumed he was working on something and just had the news on. Like, he's, he's, he's doing DNA analysis or something. Yeah, well, he probably scans the news, see what, how, how far Gotham is compared to the other cities. Yeah, it probably has a thing that any time one of the other members is on the news, that will pop up for him. Yeah, yeah. Google alert. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, But, but yeah, and then Frank losing his, you know, he can't keep his composure because that's the whole thing is he's emotionally unstable. That's why he's able to wear this ring. Yeah. You know, he's not tied down to one and starts going to rage. And I like that panel a lot. It it starts going to rage, but then it goes all kabooey and he ends up turning turning into an orange lantern. Which mm-hmm. is cool, and I wonder if our prediction that like uh, Larfries will sense this and be like, "Wait a minute!" Yep. He, he goes all Highlander. That's there can fine. only be one. There can only be one. You know, all Highlander esque yeah. on him, and he'll show up. Yeah. I don't know if we'll be right, but it, it makes sense thinking about it. And that's that is the sort of like lantern color spectrum that I actually want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, that's fun. Don't just give me the reds attacking everything again. It's yeah. boring. Yeah, what what would be far more interesting to like bring the other cores into it is if let's say, I don't know, some plot like required the help of the Red Lanterns to b- defeat someone else, like you know, and they had to make like an uneasy alliance. Like that would be more fun, like to bring them back in that way where they have to like trust them or something because they need like beings of rage to get through a barrier or I don't know whatever whatever reason yeah. you might think of. Um, you know, or whatever. Or even the indigo showing up in some compassion because they're so different yeah. than the rest of the core. And we don't, we've never really gotten a lot of them. We've gotten a, gotten a lot of the reds and the orange. So and the yellow obviously has always been a yeah, well yeah because that that's just expected though. Like that was, you know, the thing is at least with orange. at least with orange it plays it for comedy a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. So and that's fun. Also, orange is just one character. So it, it doesn't yeah, feel as it's... like there's an army of things every time you see him. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, he's really easy to to defuse. Larfoy, you just give yeah. him something shiny, and he's off. Like, yep. you know, he's a cat, so... basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, basically, or a magpie. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, Green Lanterns. This arc's proven to be very good. It's funny how. There was things we liked about the first arc, but we were very, you know, I hope the second arc's better. And sure enough, yeah. it is. Yeah. So, well, and, love... and... Go ahead, Connor. That's because I, I love the other about... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Connor. <laughs> let me continue to speak. <laughs> well, instead of let you speak. Connor, <laughs> say your piece. I was going to say, I love the other cutaway with Carol as well, like judging them. 
Oh yeah, it's, it's, just... it's another thing that just makes it feel like part of the larger Green Lantern yeah. universe. And also, we've hardly seen Carl. I don't know if he should be popping up in Lantern Core at all. Uh, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. That was one thing that really bugged me actually in the New 52 stuff is it when they were sort of hinting that they might actually finally make them a proper couple and then it just kind of went nowhere. Like, after like two issues yeah. it just got dropped. It was like, oh, come on. She disappeared. Like, can we can we have her be like a constant present? Like, have her be a constant supporting character for Hal and actually have them build a relationship, you know? See, that would mean Hal would have to be on Earth. Which I would like. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Isn't he in the sun or something? He <laughs> is. He is non-existent right now. There you go. But yeah. so I also like the, that we we get no Volthoom, and he's really the bigger threat than Leminski. Yeah, it's like we we get that he's there because Frank's uh-huh. talking to him, and it's like you know, like you yep. get that he's still pulling the strings. Yeah. But he has no visual presence. He has no actual impact on the issue, which is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I like they're teasing him as still the main threat, and he can still have yeah. fun with this guy. Yeah, I mean, he can be oh. either just the end of this arc, you know, like final third act, like comes out of the woodwork, yep. or it could be like a whole other arc where we build up Volthum as his own thing. I don't know, but either way, we're we're I'm having a lot of fun with this this arc. So, good. Yep. Um. So yeah, that'll take us on to uh, Raven issue three, which are of course three of six. This is a mini. And this is written by Marv Wolfman and art by Alison Borges. Uh, I think think I'm at a point with this where both the first and second issue, there was a lot of stuff I liked, but both had these big things towards the end and I'm like, I don't get what's going on here. And then this issue was mostly just, I don't get what's going on here. To be fair, in in its defence, I feel like a lot of this issue you're meant to feel that because obviously she's really confused as well. No, see, I agree, I agree. I I get what you mean by that. However, I think there still has to be a sense of where I have like a footing somewhere, and mm. I feel like this kind of thing where it's meant to be confusing works much better on like screen, like say on a movie or a TV, because it's really obvious when something's like a dream or something's like like you get when someone's been transported somewhere or that something's off a lot easier than you do in a comic book because comic book you you're you're stuck to two dimensional art, and it's not as obvious for some of this sort of, uh, you know, abstract stuff, uh, I feel. Yeah, that's fair. It's, um, especially when there's no, like, differences in the colour palette. It's all still the same kind of blues and purples. Yeah, that would have like. helped. Because I actually do really like the art. I think the art's been really good in this book. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, definitely. But I feel like differentiating yeah. a little bit for these different realms might have helped. That, that would have helped, certainly. Um, yeah. And we have more astral projection and we have... Like this, this bubble thing that's appearing is like sucking in people, and it's building the power of the uh, the person at the center and uh, whatever. But and, and um, it's putting all the victims through some evil carnival for whatever reason. Well, I, th- I think the, the, the carnival. Car- I think the carnival was just was in the middle of that area because we've seen that in the first issue. So I think that's just the epicenter. Yeah, okay. that's just coincidence yeah. almost. Yeah, the carnival just happens to be there. I think. But just remind me, because this is the first thing I read this week, and it's it's been a long week. There, there are like the the carnival is like torturing people by, like forcing them to keep riding the rides and stuff, right? Like, she goes back there. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it, it, I think, see, I I almost feel like that's all meant to be in the other realm still, like all that. Yeah. It's again, it is quite hard to tell. 
Yeah. So that's. I can't remember if I just made that up or if that was really a thing. No, no, it so, happened. You had, the big, you had the big double really page of it all, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's but, this really. I mean, one of the big problems I had is this really weird bit in the middle where Raven gets transported back to the house with her fat, like her aunt and uncle, and mm. she has amnesia for like the, the night before. And we spend like, a few pages of her trying to remember things, and then she just gets transported back. And it just kind of felt like, what was the point of that? If we're just going to go back immediately, uh, you know, it was weird. Yeah, and it kept yeah. saying not yet. Whatever the whatever's pulling this. Yeah, the villain. Uh, and yeah. then the other, the other main thing that came out of this one is that that team of villains that we kind of seen briefly, like be set up before, um, are now taking credit for this and are mm-hmm. holding the city to ransom for it. Although I feel like they're just being opportunists and uh, yeah, faking oh it. yeah, definitely. Uh, but no. I'm going to be honest, it's kind of losing me, because I, I feel like I didn't really follow this issue all that well. Like, you know? I'm I'm hanging on. I mean, it's only a mini, so... Yeah, yeah, I'll... Uh, I'll we're over halfway now. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. probably still finish it, but, like, it's losing yeah. me in the sense that... Like, after this, I'm really not that excited to read the next one, you know? Well, I, I know I read the last one, but I can't remember if I bought it, like, if I got it or if I just read it from a friend. Hmm. So... So I had to go back to my comics, and I'm like, oh yeah, I did. So it's not making that big of an impact, because I don't remember holding it in my hand and reading it. Maybe that's Wolfman's gambit, you know? Mm. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, it does look very nice, and but a lot of the stuff that I liked about the first two, which was Raven interacting with the other students in the high school and all that kind of stuff, a lot of that was kind of missing here because it was mainly just, oh, this is all going on now, so she has to deal with it. Yeah, it was all that metaphysical side of things that, yeah. like I say, I feel like some, a little bit of extra distinction in the art would have really helped sell this issue a lot more because it would have been a bit easier to follow and then maybe we wouldn't have as many issues. I also think maybe if like, one of the high school kids was like sort of like stuck with her, but oh, I mean, one of them kind of is, but she's unconscious or so whatever. Yeah, yeah, maybe if I could remember any of their names yeah. for more than two pages. Well, yeah. yeah, I just remember Ant, because her name's in yeah. a, what's that called, Reject the First Letters? Acronym. Acronym. Acronym, yeah, because her name's an acronym. Um, but without the dots, those. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real acronym. <laughs> sure. Oh, <God. laughs> but yeah, definitely, I'm, I am interested to see where it goes. I do want to know what's going on, and yeah. I feel Wolfman's a good enough writer that everything's going to be explained. What what I was getting what I was getting to though with the whole having a classmate like stuck along with her for the ride would be like just she'd have someone to talk to so we'd have the banner but we'd also have someone who's asking all these questions and it would make it clearer for us. Even you know right. this this one that is unconscious like or, or mm. whatever in a coma or whatever, have her astral form be forced along with her. Yeah, yeah, that could work. That that would have been like an yeah. easy fix, I, I think. Um, that makes as sense. It, as it is though, it's just kind of. I don't know, kind of clunky in places and not not clear exactly what's going on. So, it, it, I'm just having a hard time getting a, a like my foot on the ground to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, no, yep. I get it. Uh, which is a shame because there's a lot of things to like about it. But uh, also yeah. the thing with her controlling her emotions to release Trigon. Yeah, if she gets angry, mm-hmm. uh, he'll be really. Yeah, sure. I didn't realize that. So it's mm-hmm. cool that they reminded. I love how that's like Hulk, but instead of like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, it's like, you won't like my dad if I get angry. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that'll come. He likes to destroy universes just for fun. Yeah, like just for fun. That that like that monologue there, you know, as you're saying those little facts and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Those are some of the best parts of the issue. I think just the the voice for those parts yeah. is just completely nailed. Because she has like a bit of attitude. She has a bit of a character that's like shining through that, you know. Yeah. Yep. Whereas a lot of it is just you know, oh, she's here, then she's there, then she has amnesia. Yeah. That no, amnesia, nice. that amnesia, bit really annoyed me because it just felt like pointless. Mm. I feel yeah. like because obviously the whole thing was she ended up proving that she was stronger by remembering. But it happened too quickly to have any impact. Yeah, it was like two pages yeah. later. You know, it, yeah. it, it was. It like happened in the next issue. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Uh, so yeah, that was yeah shame, but hey ho. Uh, but that will take us on to Connor's Corner for this week. And we only have one book, and it's a book that should have been out last week, but got pushed, and that is Suicide Squad, issue six. Uh, Rob yes. Williams writing, and we have Jim Lee and Carlos Deanda on art. Connor, take it away. Tell us why we're all fools for not reading Suicide Squad. You're not fools. I'm sorry. I just want to tell you, Connor, I'm going to cut out you're not fools and make that my new ringtone. Just, just you saying that. <laughs> Music to my ears. Uh, I should never compliment you. Never. <laughs> and that's why, because uh, you're the creepy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna quickly mention issue five because I was away that week apparently because I oh. hadn't read it. I, I I went to read six. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on here. Do you know, Did I, I read five? Been fine. It, it is. Been fine. It is worth mentioning though that you have finally gotten to a point where you've read all the previous issues of things going forward. Not quite. Oh, all wait. the ones that are only single shipping. Oh, still right, need okay. to do those. That's that's, a, that's double shipped. That's a small amount though compared to what you had. Like yeah, yeah. Like, two, I've got what. Because I think the last two weeks you had to read all of the past issues of things as well as the new ones. So you, you were really backlogged. At least next week you won't be as swamped trying to get your books read in time. Yeah, I think I've just got like Titans, Teen Titans, Hellblazer, yeah. Blue Beetle. Yeah. That girl. Mostly good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're in for a treat. Yeah, you're in for a treat with Batgirl. It's yeah. going to be a good day. I've got two issues of Batgirl. With all the <laughs> luck the last one was the best one yet. Like I, th- I thought the story was yeah. really coming together in the last one, so you, you've got some fun to oh get, my. go okay. ahead. I'm going to go away and read those soon then. Mm. But yeah, Suicide Squad. So, <laughs> issue five. I just, I'm, just, kind of... I'm just laughing because we clearly like, we're not that interested in Suicide Squad. We're, we're just like, yeah, read Batgirl. Batgirl's very good, Connor. Come back and read Batgirl. <laughs> it's more interesting than this, I'm going to lie. Right, I'll stop it. I'll stop it and put it interrupt you. On you go, Suicide Squad. Yeah, so just quickly on five... They took the, the thing that, you know, that big sphere that had Zod in. Uh, the portal to the Phantom Zone. Yeah. They took they put him back in it, but now they took that back to Waller. So they've got that in like the lab. They did comment on the fact that Zod was giant. Like, they did say, yeah, he's weirdly massive. What's going on there? <laughs> and I, I kind of appreciate that, because at least it didn't now just seem what, like an art mistake. Which colour of kryptonite uh, gives the effect of steroids, Matt? Uh, I'd <laughs> guess it's probably red because red's unstable, so red does a lot of weird things. Yeah. I thought you were um, gonna make up one there. I, I always like. If to... you want me to make one up, I'll, I'll say yellow. Yeah, I always Not like gold. to. There's a difference. I, yeah, I always like to uh, joke that pink is uh, Superman Viagra, <laughs> just in case he needs it one uh, day. Yeah. Yeah. In 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 the Silver Age, it made him very effeminate. Did it? All oh, right. Okay. They didn't care about. They didn't. 
They didn't care about political correctness in Cell Rage. I, I, I did so. not realise that there actually had been pink kryptonite at one point. Yes, there has. Uh, to be fair, you go back to the Cell Rage, there's probably a kind of Yeah, probably. Um, well, there was, and that's yeah. that's when John's he, he narrowed it down to red, well, green, red, black, so, gold, silver. What does silver do again? Blue. See, black splits people. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Silver's a synthetic. I think it kills plant life. I want to say hmm. gold fully removes Superman's powers. Like, that's it. Shuts him down. Um, wasn't gold yeah, at one point just inst- wasn't gold at one point just instant death yeah yeah I'm sure so, I remember that yeah yeah but they they changed it to it's like the and there's only a certain amount of it it's not easy to come by as much and then blue of course is the bizarro so it amps up superman so I guess it could be blue kryptonite um cause it it doubles superman's powers while weakening bizarro do you know what I'm just gonna cut to the chest I'm done with suicide squad here oh right okay <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm done with it. It's it's lost me. This sphere makes everyone go crazy. Flag shoots Waller, and the, he ha- you see Waller go with a bullet go through her head, and she's lying on the floor, and then it cuts to Katana blocked the bullet, and she didn't get shot, and Flag was like, I saw you dead, and it's like, I have no idea what the hell is meant to be going on here. Like, I just don't get it. It's just not framed very well so that's a problem that said it did then lead to waller headbutting him shouting i'm the wall which was pretty cool <laughs> i'm the wall yeah oh, just like full-on headbutting him in the face it was pretty cool uh but yeah this this fear is making everyone in the in the lab and like in the entire complex go crazy except harley who is going sane because she was already crazy so yeah so she's there cutting her hair back down to just the blonde. Like she's putting it up into like Harley and Quinzel style. She's got a little lab coat and she's have, walking around. I have to admit, I'm not, I'm not totally against the idea that well, everyone's going crazy. She's going insane. I think that's actually kind of an alright little play on it. So what the thing is, the ideas are fine. It's just this is just one big action issue where they're all just fighting each other. Uh, yeah. And I don't care. I just don't care about this. I agree, yes, especially when is it still the shorter main story and then a backup? Yeah, it wasn't for issue five. Five was a full one, I think. Okay. So I don't well, I don't remember a backup. So that just makes it worse then, because you've got like what fifteen pages or whatever. And it's just action, really, and then you don't really because at least in some other books when it's like a full action issue, they still take a couple of pages to give you something else here or there. Yeah, like yeah. the longest we go without action is a. About two panels. <laughs> I mean yeah. that seriously, like about two panels, and then it's back to action. That sounds exhausting. Hmm. And then at the end of this, I was just like, no, nah, I don't care. I don't even care enough to read the backup. This is. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, Suicide Squad is officially the third book that's been unanimously dropped by all three of us. Yeah. After uh, Aquaman and Cyborg. Yep, it's it's a goner. Uh, I mean, just the fact, just to really nail this home, I read this about an hour and a half before we recorded, and I had to think about what actually happened. That like, I really had to think about it because mm. nothing happened, nothing stuck in my head. Yeah, that's always a problem. Yeah. I, I love that that's there's been three great. unanimous book drops before Red Hood gets unanimously dropped. I love it. I love it so much. 
Because Lobdell is... I, I swear he's writing this at this point just to torch me. Like, he's he's watched this, and he's gone, oh, he's reading this till, till they team up, and he's prolonged it as long as he possibly can, just to spite me. Or That's he just shot like. himself in the foot and called it a team book, and before... That's actually what it was going to be. I have no problem with him taking the entire first arc to build the team, uh, per se. So I'm I'm cool with that. I I yeah, but you should at least hint to it, you know, throughout. And I feel from the descriptions Connors have given, they've literally just been fighting each other all the time. Yeah, well, yeah that's an issue. For, but we're going on four issues, right? Three plus the rebirth, or is it four plus the uh, rebirth? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, too many, essentially. Yeah. I love it so much, uh, but yeah. So that'll, that so no more Suicide Squad being reviewed on the show, um, which I, I think honestly kind of works out. I, I don't know if you really want us to, other than Connor reading Red Hood, of course. I don't think you want us reading stuff we just don't want to even bother with uh, yeah. too much, because it keeps the show fairly high spirited. Sure, there's the odd down issue of something of a book that's otherwise good, but yeah, uh, keep, keeps us uh, in a better mood, I guess, which I think keeps the show a bit more jolly. Uh, and we need to be jolly in these dark times, I think. Yeah. It's mainly just I, I have very limited time at the minute to read these books. Before, Like, like I said, today yeah. I read everything at once. And I really could have done without reading that. Yeah. And so I got to the week... end of it and it's like, could have fit in another book there. Well, um, I think it's time to start doing our favourite things of the week because that was the last book on the docket. So that's... Uh, as always, let's start with the panel of the week. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting one. I'm, I, I haven't, I don't have one ready for this, so I'm going to jump over to Matt. What's, what's Matt? What's your panel of the week? Oh, since I get to go first, I'm going to go with the panel from Nightwing, where, well, let's see. There's two that I could have picked, and they're both really great moments. It's Save them both. Tim. So Pete can't have either. <laughs> <laughs> When Tim and the New 52 Superman show up to back Dick up, and then you go a couple pages, and he's his entire ally brigade backing him up. And those two are just well done. You know, they feel hopeful. They're bright. You know, for for being an issue about nightmares, they're not dark, and they stand out. Yeah. So that ally page is such an obvious choice from this week. Yeah, yeah and that's why I had the because the Tim one was more of a surprise. You know, yeah. in New 52, because those are people who Dick was close with that, as far as he knows, have died. So yeah. the only place he gets to see them again are in his dreams. And I, I like that sentiment, that they're there mm. for him no matter what. That's cool. Um, I have I have decided mine. Uh, it's kind of an easy oh. one, but I'm going to go with the uh, the page spread from, uh, I almost said Super Sons there, uh, from Superman. Yeah. Uh, it's a Super Sons page uh, where Alfred yep. says it and we get the silhouettes in the background. Sometimes you just have to go for the big page spread that's just gorgeous and has the big moment in it. So, sometimes... so that's two full pages there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so suck it, Connor. What's your... <laughs> all right. Thankfully, I had mine picked right at the start and you hadn't said it, but it's also a full page. It's the one in Green Arrow where he's riding down on the bike and all the sharks ah, okay. are there. I love okay. it. Yeah, fun action stuff. Yeah. It's funny because sometimes I will pick like a smaller, like sequential thing. Um, yeah. I think I did that last week, uh, but you know, uh, sometimes you go big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, uh, that's panel. So art overall, this is. I think this is a tricky one this week because I feel like I do what I do say, Batman, 
because Janin is still just like absolutely killing it. But at the same time, I do think the action stuff in Green Arrow was really impressive this week. And it gave the entire issue like a forward momentum that... Uh, I get, sorry, train metaphors. Um, but, <laughs> you know... You know, and I think that was really impressive, and I think that that read so smoothly as a result. Hmm. And I don't want to just give it to Michael Jan- Mikkel Janin every single time there's an issue with him in it, but it's still Batman. What am I kidding? <laughs> so Batman gets Art of the Week from me. <sighs> uh, what, what, someone jump in. Oh, you oh. usually you say, "Oh, you're next," yeah. so we would just wait on you. I know, no. but I feel like you know. I think we should get to a point now where we've evolved. You know, we're 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 co-aligned. Everyone just knows when to when to go. Well, this is this. Maybe if you didn't shake up the order every time, I'll keep you on your yeah. toes. Exactly. Hey, so we we were waiting let on you go. Toes. Go. Stop arguing. Ah, oh, damn it! You know I like arguing with Pete. <laughs> I know you do, but I gotta eat. I'm hungry. <laughs> so wasn't enough. Matt's getting <laughs> Matt's getting cranky. So let's draw this out as long yeah. as humanly possible. Uh, <laughs> But no, seriously, okay. Uh, no, I'm going to go with Trinity, because even though it's not my the, the layouts and the way it flipped between, like, you know, it's flicking between them as the monsters and them as them, like, just yeah. fantastic. Nah, I can't, can't argue with it. I can't, I can't argue with that. I, I wouldn't argue with Superman either. You know, a lot of good art this week. Matt, what's, what's your pick? And mine, mine is Superman. I'm a sucker for Gleason's Of course light. it is. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. But, and it's also, like, you brought up in the panel, the... The Super Suns page, plus Goliath, the the Dragon Bat, and nobody like the the scene at the end where they're fighting with the axe and the hacksaw. Like, there's just so many great images in this one that it has to be Superman. Cool, uh, which gets us to our top fives of the week um, and bottom picks, whatever they may be. Nightwing's number one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to hard to really go against that. Nightwing number one, uh, Superman number two. The, um, then it's a tough week, isn't it? It's is a tough week. Then oh, it's weird. I'll say Trinity number three. Then Batman. Although it was, I'm tempted to swap those, but it's it's really hard. And then uh, Green Arrow in fifth place, and then bottom place. Actually, it won't be Justice League this week, and it usually is on these weeks, but I think I'm going to put Raven there, because I think I, I legitimately enjoyed Justice League more than Raven this week. Hmm. So, there you go. Uh, Connor? So, I'm also going to go Nightwing first, which was a surprise before I went into this week, because this is a week with Superman and Superman Trinity. Superman and Trinity, yep. yeah. Yeah, so that shocked me. Uh, second, Superman. Third, Trinity. Four Green Arrow, five Batman, and then last Raven. Uh, over Suicide Squad, or just because you're not counting that? Uh, I forgot I existed. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, before Matt gives says, uh, I want to say something, right? I just want to say something. He's got Superman again, isn't he? No, if Matt picks Nightwing, I will be delighted because it's not Superman or Trinity, but I will be annoyed because the one time he picks something that wasn't one of those... It heavily featured Superman. I just want that to be known before he actually says what his picks are. So, Matt, what's your top five? So, so before we, we started giving him out, I had a different order. But 
because I know you keep track of the the uh, what, what word am I looking for? Unanimous. When everyone unanimous. agrees, yeah, unanimous. Um, I'll go because it was such a my top three books can all be swapped in and out, so I'll go with Nightwing number one. But it's like Pete said because it featured Superman. Yeah, so well, much. Hans, let me guess. Nightwing, Superman, and Trinity are the top three. <laughs> How did you guess? So uh, then I'll put Superman 2, Trinity 3, because nothing against Clayman's art, but it's just not the Manipole. Yeah, art. right. Right, right. The reason why he's putting Trinity lower than the last two issues is because this one's more Batman focused. No, and it's not. It's not. Um, I just, I really did enjoy Superman more than Trinity, just based off of the, the two. And. Batman featured pro- uh, prominently in Superman, so that's true. Actually, yeah, mm. fair is fair. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna go after those three. Uh... Man, after go Green Lanterns because I really enjoyed how fun that was, and I think just by default, five is. No, I can go. I think I enjoyed Batman a little more than Green Arrow. Oh, okay. Which I didn't think I did until we started talking about it. I think the discussion really helped Hmm. point some stuff out that I wasn't picking up on. Yeah, I think think our discussion does that. I think we sometimes realize things that we maybe didn't notice that we liked, you know, crop up. I also, I legitimately think us doing this podcast helps me remember what happened in books. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Because they're in our mind. And then then my, the the one I didn't like was Raven. Yeah. Yeah. It was so confusing. It is interesting. I feel like every week I, I have an order in my head, and then we start talking about it. It's like, no, I, I really like yep. this. for the, or, Actually, you're right. That's, that doesn't work. And it's always completely different by the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, even proof of this, I think usually in the Mail Fuzz Facebook group, I usually in the comics thread will put my ranking, like, you know, after I read them. Yeah. And then almost always at the end of the podcast, I have a slightly different order. Like, yeah. always. So, uh, that is worth knowing. People change and things, you know, you can have second thoughts on things. Um, well, that just leaves me to do one thing, and that is to tell you what is coming next week. Uh, it's another big week, of course, it always is with these Action Detective Weeks. So we have Action Comics 968, we have Batgirl issue 5, Batman Beyond issue 2, Blue Beetle issue 3, Deathstroke issue 7, Detective Comics 945, The Flash issue 7, Suicide Squad issue 7, Oh no, we don't have that anymore. That 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 goes to the nope. uh, that yeah. Go- strike that off the record. That goes to the uh, completely dropped section, which goes also right at the bottom. I'm looking at Diamond's list. I know you're pulling these from another list. But uh, is is that been pushed? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that's been, that six been was pushed because of the, the yeah, okay. last one. Yeah, fair so enough. That wasn't coming out so that's not coming at all. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that's good. So, yeah, so where was I? Yeah, Teen Titans issue two, Titans issue five, Wonder Woman issue eleven. Um, Vigilante Southland issue 2 is out although I, I, if I remember correctly I did decide I was going to wait for trade on that mm-hmm. um, I don't know I'm getting it you getting so, it yeah. yeah so if Connor wants to read it I'll, I haven't read the first one yet so I'll, I'll, okay. see, I'll, I'll see how the week well, goes no, I mean, yeah, see how the week goes I got Cape Carson this week Not I haven't had a chance to read it yet um, yeah. I still haven't read Shade the Changing Girl yet number 2 I, I really like, I enjoyed the first issue it just it felt like something yeah. like it's, this is not like part of the dcu i i mean it is and it isn't but like i can read this on a trade later like you know i, I have yeah. a question matt yeah. you've got previews up is is harley quinn coming next week so it was due this week yes they're pushed yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. okay so harley quinn eight 
Harley Quinn's eight next week. That's cool to know. Um, yeah, so and Connor's Corner next week, of course, will be Harley Quinn, uh, the Hellblazer issue four, and Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps issue nine. That's your Connor's Corner for next week. Um, actually, there's something we can start doing with these little lists at the end. What are you most looking forward to next week? Wonder Woman. That is a very fair and appropriate answer. Um, always the detectives, always good. I think. I think what I want to do is like pick what double shipping book I'm looking forward to, but also what single shipping because the single shipping's a bit more varied because it changes every week. Um, well, if that's the case, then my my double would be Wonder Woman. My single would be Batman Beyond. Yeah, I, I think I'd probably be uh, Batgirl for me for the singles, but so, uh, yeah. For my singles, I began Blue Beetle. Fair. And then doubles Wonder Woman. Also fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm really looking forward to what's going on in Deathstroke, but Wonder Woman's on a whole different level. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, same well, same with Flash, and you can say the same with Detective in action. Right? Like, that's yeah. what I like about this week, but I also hate it, is there's so much good stuff. Yeah. It makes, it makes the top five so difficult. It does. Oh. Well, at least in these weeks, though, when it's a top five, it actually genuinely feels like we're having to cut good books. Whereas with this week, it's mostly a case of, well, there's, no, there's about five good books. It's just a case of putting yeah, the process yeah. of elimination. Yeah. I think we only read about seven or eight. Yeah, I read eight this week, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, I, I read eight. You, you probably read nine, Connor, with Suicide Squad added on. Suicide Squad doesn't exist. Stop mentioning <laughs> it. Uh, but anyway, that's, uh, that's next week. Uh, it is worth mentioning that the week after that is the uh, dreaded fifth week um, of the month. Now, we do have some annuals to talk about, but we'll probably have some other discussion as well. If you have any ideas that you would like us to discuss, any like DC topics that you'd want us to talk about, by all means, let us know in the comments uh, or on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz. Uh, we can add them to the, the, the show's roster. Um, we may not actually get to everything because, I mean, we may end up talking a lot about the annuals and that new talent showcase that's out that week, but um, certainly we'd uh, happily have some more conversation on that episode if you if you have any suggestions. But otherwise, guys, though, that'll bring an end to the show. Um, thank you very much for watching and or listening. Uh, help us out by liking and subscribing and all that stuff and commenting and letting us know what you thought of this week's books. We always like to hear uh, your rankings and favourites. Um, uh, we got a fantastic comment last week uh, that just said Connor was wrong about something, and I always love enjoy, you know reading those. Yeah, but they said I was wrong about reading Red Hood. So, which yeah, admittedly, yeah, so I'd, clearly they're wrong. I disagree with that. Don't get me wrong, but the phrase Connor is wrong is just one of my favorite things to read. So I'm not happy with this reputation. Yeah. So hashtag Connor was wrong is a uh, by all means uh, something you should be spreading around. Uh, and of course, I did remember though uh, that if you do disagree with us on books, that's cool. If you like books we hate, that's cool. Let us know. If you hate books we like, also cool. Keep it just, civil. Just say why. Maybe you won't care. I'm genuinely interested. Oh yeah, yeah. Say why. Um, and just always remember at the end, say Connor was wrong, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, guys, that what, is what the points agreeing with me. Just make up. Some, make up. He's wrong for something else, but just get it in there at the end of the comment. Um, you'll be respected infinitely more as a result but uh, yeah so thank you very much guys uh, check out all the stuff we do on the channel of course the stuff that's most relevant to you is probably me and Connor reviewing all the DC TV shows uh, we like Supergirl a lot we really like Flash Legends of Tomorrow has even been quite fun this season we hate Arrow we shit on Arrow if you don't want us just tearing it to shreds just don't watch that video watch the other ones 
but uh, we do have those on the channel uh, for you to check out. Uh, which, if you listen to the audio version of this, that's on the Mailed Fuzz TV YouTube channel, if you haven't ventured there yet, if you've only found us on the audio waves. But, uh, yeah, that's everything. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, keep reading comic books. Um, tell Connor he's awful. Um, say something nice to Matt on Twitter. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep reading comics. And always remember, never get lost in the Speed Force. And long live the Legion. <laughs>